Hello, Jerry Stewart here. I'm sitting here at the breakfast table with my beautiful wife, Kelly. Say hello, Kelly. Hello, Kelly. Are you a wise guy? Wise girl. Oh, okay. Well, I guess Kelly's not going to be in the little talk because this is a serious talk. You know, I only talk about serious stuff, right? <laughs> if you know me, you know there's nah, there's serious talk sometimes. Sometimes there's fun talk. But today is an important, serious talk. We just had Kelly over doing a little bit of physical therapy for a shoulder surgery that she had a couple of weeks ago. And while I was sitting in the car waiting for her to come out, I was just, well, sitting there looking at the cars going by. And I started wondering to myself, I wonder what they're thinking about. Now, they might be thinking about their work day ahead. They might be thinking about the children or their husband or their wife or maybe what they're going to have for dinner. They might even be thinking about God. Yes, I believe with all my heart that the most important thing we should be doing every day is taking time and thinking about the Lord. You know, God made our country to operate a certain way, and I don't think we're doing a very good job right now of going the direction with this great invention that God has given to us, this free, we the people, America. But as we were sitting there, as I was sitting there looking at the people driving by, I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if they're thinking about the upcoming vote day. You say, what? That's boring. I don't want to think about that. I haven't had any thought whatsoever. Well, anything that you don't think about very much, there's a great opportunity that you could make a mistake and do the wrong thing. So here's a little bit of talk about what we should do in preparation for the vote coming up. We need to realize, first of all, that our vote counts. I've had so many people who have said, oh, I'm only one vote. What difference does it make? I've got to stay home and watch some TV show rerun or something. I don't know. They don't want to get out. They don't want to get their shoes on or get dressed or whatever. But here's the thing to understand. It was Thomas Paine long ago, back when they were getting our country together, that he said the biggest mistake that a person can make is to think that because they can only do one, be one person, that it's not really important. In other words, one person can't make a difference. And nothing could be further from the truth. Every vote counts. And sometimes I'm appalled and I'm upset and I'm sad when after a vote on any level of anything, and they come over and show us that less than 50% of the voting population even voted. And something else my dad used to say. My dad used to say, you know what, son? If when you start voting and you don't vote, don't complain. Because whatever you get, you deserve it. Wow. So remember that your vote is important. And also historically realize there was a time in our nation when the people of our nation had no voting, no voting. 
We were under the rule and the thumb of Great Britain and King George, and he was telling it, telling us how it was going to go. Well, we sent representatives to him to talk with him to see if he would take into consideration giving us a right to have some say in what was going to happen in our country, and he said no. <clears throat> so the more that he took away our rights, the more the taxes went up. And a saying came along that became a very popular saying that the king didn't like, and it went like this, hey, there's no taxation without representation. The king didn't care, and we had no authority, and we had no power. There were no we the people, so we were stuck with it. Well, so when we finally did get the Declaration of Independence and our Declaration of War and our going forward to be a free nation, people begin to think about, hey, it's up to us, we the people. And it's also important to remember that when we the people won the war, we the people were the winners and we the people are the owners of our country. One thing that we've been led to believe is that our leaders are in charge. Absolutely, absolutely not in charge. Yes, we vote for them as representatives to us. But if somebody is not following the best way for our country, we need to get them out as quickly as possible. And the Constitution has given us many ways to take care of bad leaders. But did you know that when after we had become a, a new nation, that there was a lot of talk about when the vote was going to be? Now remember, you may not know this, but today, anytime there's a, a big national vote, it's always in November on the 2nd Tuesday of November. You say, well, what is that, like a holiday or something? No, it was designed that way. And let me tell you why. When they were thinking about what was going to happen, they thought to the, well, the people said, don't make it on any time around uh, the crop season. Whether we're planting, whether we are harvesting, whatever we're doing, don't make it during a time that we're having to work six days a week. Don't do that. So they said, okay, well, let's see if we can figure out a time. Okay, let's go for November because the harvest season is over. So let's just make it November the 1st. They said, they said no, don't make it for just any particular day. We want it to be on a Tuesday. And you go, why? What difference does it make? Here's the difference. Back in those days, first of all, the voting poll place was just not right down the street from your house. Many people had to travel as many as two days to get to the voting poll. So you imagine then that you work Saturday and then Sunday people went to church. And they didn't want to have to travel 
on Sunday because Sunday was a day given to the Lord. Wow, isn't that something? The people were really enthusiastic about, about making Sunday God's day. But, so they would uh, wait until Monday morning, and depending on how far they had to travel to get to the voting poll, they would pack up the wagon and they would head for the voting poll. Might have been a few hundred miles, may have been just into town, don't know. But everybody would design it to where they would be at the voting poll on that Tuesday. And they would vote on that Tuesday. And you know what they did? They voted on that Tuesday, and their vote was counted on that Tuesday. And there wasn't any monkey shine about putting the votes into a big bag and carrying them to some other place and counting them later or any way to mess with the count. And they would vote on that day. And you know what? They would know at the end of that day in their own voting area what the count was, what the result was. And that's one of the things that we've got as a problem today is we've got people that can vote early. They can vote the day of. They can vote by mail. They can have all these different ways. And I understand some people can't be at the voting poll, especially our military. But we need to make it to where our vote cannot be messed with. Right. So understand they set it for Tuesday, the second Tuesday of November. Because the farming harvest time was over. It was on a Tuesday so that people did not have to travel on a Sunday, which is God's day, a day of rest, a day of worship. And they didn't want to make it on Monday because they needed Monday to travel perhaps a great distance to get to the voting poll. They took voting serious, y'all. They took voting serious. And just like my dad said, if you don't vote, you deserve whatever you get. And so then you have to say to yourself, well, uh, how do I know who to vote for? I mean, there's so many names out there. And then you would say, oh, I'm just going to be an R or I'm just going to be a D. You're not going to change my uh, my direction and I'll just make one big sh- all the way through, and I'll vote for for all in one party. Well, that's not always such a good idea because some people in the party might not be too terribly bad at a representative, and then there could be others that are horrid. And that's where we are, I believe, today. We've got some people that have been around so long in Congress and in leadership that they really do believe that that they're the ones that are in charge. They believe that their word is the gospel. Well, let me tell you the interesting thing that Benjamin Franklin said. Someone he said to Benjamin Franklin, Mr. Franklin, who do we vote for? Now get this. He said, don't vote for yourself. They went, huh? I'm not running for office. My name's not on the ballot. What do you mean? Don't vote for myself. And he said, it's this way. When you want things to be what's best for you, then you pull the lever to make sure that what you want, you get. That is when you're voting for yourself. 
And right now with our upcoming election, there's still a lot of talk about all of the free stuff. They're talking about in one of the states they're going to pick X amount of people and they're going to get free money every month. They're going to get money. We talk about the different parties and what they want to give us. The second thing we are supposed to think about when we're voting is don't vote for what you're going to get. Don't put a dollar sign in front of it. Now, you can say, this is what I want to get. I want to get a leadership that's someone who's not just trying to schmooze us all over with their fast, smooth talk. But we want someone who's going to make our country better. You know how you make a country better? You put together rules and laws that keep our country safe, that keep our citizens, um, well, keep them from making trouble, and that we have a way that that the representatives can, can come together and agree on what's best for our country. You know, if I wasn't just thinking about myself or my party, if I was thinking, so now what's really best for our country? Then I could go over to the other side of the aisle and I could say, what do you think? And, oh my gosh, we agree on the same idea. I can't believe it. But if I imagine that immediately if I go over and ask the other side what they want, then it's just going to be a big fight. And so if we go around imagining that we're never going to get along for anything, then it's nothing is going to happen. I heard once one of the, I think it was Rush Limbaugh that said that one of the uh, congressional chaplains that had spent you know years and years and years uh, praying before the congressional meetings, and somebody asked him, um, "What do you think is the best thing about the you know the meetings and such?" And he said, "The best thing is when they're not meeting." And he went, what? What do you mean it's best when they're not meeting? He said it's because there's no way to make bad laws if you're not even there to make a law. Now, when they come together, they got to do something. And they're thinking about what they can do to keep themselves in a good spot so they can get re-elected. But let me get back to my point. Don't vote for yourself. And... Don't spend just a little time, but spend enough time knowing your candidate. Don't just look at their face on the screen and go, that person has a nice face. Or, oh, I like her eyeshadow or her lipstick or her hairdo. That's got nothing to do with anything. You know, back in the old days, some of the representatives could have had some really oddity about them, but people didn't know because we didn't have TV and and, uh, you know, instant access to pictures and stuff. But think about this. When you go to the grocery store, this is what Kelly does. She'll stand there looking at the salad. And I'll go, lettuce is lettuce. Can we go now? She'll say, hold on a second. I'm looking at my choices. And she looks very carefully to pick which one she thinks is going to be the best. Well, that's what we need to do. We need to understand what the choices are going to be and pick the one that's going to be best for our community, for our state, for our country. 
Here's the next thing. Stay away from candidates who want to take away your rights. Stay away from a candidate who says, I'm going to take away your guns because our founding fathers made this right to bear arms in our Bill of Rights. The first 10 amendments to our Constitution, one of those is to have the right to bear arms. We don't need anybody to be in charge that's going to come knock on my door and say, hand over your guns when I'm not doing anything wrong. That's not the right thing to do. We don't want to be just voting for someone because they give me a bunch of smooth double talk or because I like the way they smile or I like the way they talk. We need to take this seriously, remembering that if you don't vote, then you deserve who you get and your one vote mounts a lot because a whole lot of ones make up a million and a whole lot of millions make up enough to really get in the people that can make a difference. Third thing is, if somebody's been really bad as a representative and they'll say, oh no, I'm on the right track now, give me another chance. Uh-uh. You need to move along and you need to make sure that you don't pick people that are going to go against what's best for our country. Do not vote for yourself. So we're voting coming up. And it's so important because whoever we get, we're stuck with. Oh, one last thing. Did you know there's already so many laws in place that cover all the things in our country today that are wrong? They don't need to make new laws. What they need to do is they need to enforce the laws that are on the books, right? Support the police. Support the fire department. Support our emergency responders. Support our military. Be thankful that there are people who are willing to run into burning buildings. Be thankful that there are people that are willing to come up to a house when there's some sort of a, of a problem at a particular home. A couple of police officers did that just a couple of days ago, and now they're dead. They came up because there was some sort of disorderly activity and somebody inside the house killed those two police officers. And then so often we disrespect them by saying, we don't want you to be and uh, we don't want you to be in service anymore. Just move along. Oh, but when trouble comes, we call 9-11, right? Last of all, pray, 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 pray. Because God is our true father of our nation. And he will help us to pick the leaders that will make a difference in our country. Okay, that's all I have for today. Not sure how long I talked. I guess it's been a few minutes. But uh, pass it around. Move it around. Share it with people. And tell them that you know now how to go about choosing who you're going to vote for. And stick with it. I'm Jerry Stewart. You can go to my webpage at jerrystewartusa.com with the little www in the front of it. You can go over to my YouTube with Jerry Stewart. Uh, you, is it Kelly? Jerrystewartusa.com with YouTube? Jerry? Yeah. YouTube. 
jerrystewartusa.com. You know what you can even do? You can even email me. You can email me at jerrystewartusa at gmail.com. If you've got a question, if you've got a comment, if you've got something to wonder about, keep it clean, y'all, or I'm going to throw it in the garbage can. God bless you all. God bless America. Let's keep the country rolling. Goodbye for now.